super fun and that's where Luke and Rich and Chance are right now and Gypsy and I are waiting here there's people it's kind of cool you can see most everyone's wearing jackets and Gypsy's kind of watching hi Aaron so yeah they just took Chance in um, to ride Spaceship Earth hi Terry and today we're going to talk about Disney, doing your service talk at Disney because we wanted to come yesterday but I found out it was supposed to be way cooler today and tomorrow so we switched it up. So first I want to talk about gear. So Gypsy has, she's carrying the poo bags and the water bowl. Then she has her zipper pouches so I'll show you what we keep in here. Kleenex. Feminine stuff. Um, floss, nail file. You know, the basics that are needed. That's on that side and have to zip it closed with one hand. So on this side, what I have is business cards, an extra leash, because I'll show you why, what we're doing with her leash. So that's what we have there. Um, now she has on her Sinestro collar, which could probably come off with the weather. We're trying a new e-collar. Let me show you why. Because here's the box on it. Oh, rotate your phone, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, here's the, the box on it. It's a dog trunk arc, but here's the main reason is because it has a little finger button. So while I'm working for I don't have to fumble and grab the remote, I can just use the finger button. And then she has on the hands-free leash turned into a slip lead. So that's what Gypsy's wearing today. So because we were trying the hands-free leash and I didn't know how it was going to go, if it was a problem, I made sure that we had a normal leash too. So she has the normal slip lead in her pouch. Um, it is a little chilly, Chance was shivering, um, but he's in their Spaceship Earth right there, guys. That big globe right there. That's Spaceship Earth. Hello, Kimberly. Okay. And here's all the people, just to give you a feel of Disney. It's, they got the poinsettias out and Christmas stuff. Christmas music going. There's the fountain. So past that is the uh, the world area. So Luke wanted to go to Japan. He got his uh, some Christmas presents there, and uh, and like I said, they're in Spaceship Earth right now. I'm gonna go on the ride there with Chance and uh, and give me some time to do the webinar for you guys because uh, that was of top priority. We were gonna do it on the drive home, but I figured you guys would rather see Disney than see the inside of my Jeep. So, like I said, here's, here it is. So, um, we did have questions back to me now. <laughs> oh boy. Um, that lake air, you know, a lot going across the lake. Um, so, what to do for Disney? First, you got to make sure your dog's good, good in every situation, and you have to be prepared. So, I had brought a bag of treats, and I actually gave it, you can also bring a treat pouch. I just threw a bag of treats in my pocket. Um, I give that to Rich so he can use it with Chance on the ride if need be. Uh, so you take you do take some of the dogs on the rides. Yes uh, If there's no height restriction the dogs can go on the ride. So for example spaceship earth 
they can go on that. It's a um, an Omni Mover, they call it, which is a slow, you get in the cars and they don't stop, and it goes through it um, like a centipede. Uh, but yeah, so that's good. Roller coasters aren't good. Anything with big sudden drops like Tower of Terror, can't do it. Uh, but for those ones, you either can do a rider swap, where, for example, Rich would go on the ride and I'd hold the dogs, and then I'd go on the ride and he'd hold the dogs, or you can crate them. So all the rides that you can't take a service dog, they have crates there. Just the wire crates like what we use um, for the dogs at uh, Dream Dogs, and they just pop them up. A cast member waits there with the, your dog while you go on the ride, and then you go back and get your dog. We've only used it a couple times. Um, I've used it with Arrow out in Disneyland, and we used it with Gypsy here at, I think it was Gypsy, pretty sure it was Gypsy at um, Star Tours we used it and it was really nice that they did have a cast member that stays there so like some weirdo can't come and take your dog or little kids can't come and pokey fingies at the dogs because that wouldn't be good um, but yeah so they can go on a lot of them um, they were on the boats today you know there's the friendship boats and they go across the um, that lake over to Epcot uh, so we have that how do you create a dog while you're on the ride they have them they pop it up you put them in the crate you leave and they stand there and they wait um but yeah uh, so my dogs are all crate trained they're fine in a crate um and how when we used it the first time like i said it was out in disneyland and it was the indiana jones ride so we couldn't find rich so me and luke and arrow went to go on it but we didn't want to ride or swap it we wanted to go on it together so we um we just we created arrow and he did fine um, Gypsy we did like I said at Star Tours and she did fine when she goes in a crate she just lies down and go to sleep no nope, nope, they have them at every ride that needs it they have one there um, and they have a spot to put it and like I said a cast member waits right there so you don't have to bring a crate and lug it um, they keep every ride has a crate and it's a big crate too so even if uh, you have a little tiny you know Chihuahua service dog they're fine if you have a great day and they should be fine might be a little tight but they should be fine um, and that's great that Disney offers that service with the crates. I'm really happy that they do. I mean, they have people who stand and watch all the strollers. So, you know, I think it's really super that they do that for the service dogs. Because if not, I'd be worried the whole time that, you know, oh no, what, what's going on with my dog? Did somebody steal her? And I wouldn't be able to enjoy the ride or actually utilize that service. Hi, Sue. Um, so uh, you want to make sure that your dog's good with crowds because guys, if they can handle I'm trying to fit here. If they can handle, you know, Walmart, if they can handle your mall, if they can handle all that stuff, Disney's still going to be hard. So we didn't come to Disney last week, which was Thanksgiving week, because it is really, really busy on Thanksgiving week. We know we've done it in the past. Uh, so we didn't come last week, but we wanted to bring Chance. We wanted to do Epcot. And we want to do more of them, too, not just Epcot. But Luke wanted to come here to go to Japan. So we, uh, we made sure that we came tonight. Uh, but your dog can handle this. They can handle anything. Okay. Hi, Sammy and Tiana. You're welcome. Uh, they can handle it. So even if we've had some dogs come in for boot camp that I'm like, I'd like to work with him another couple weeks before we go to Disney. But you know what? I think he'll do fine. Let's take him. And a lot of times the dogs do surprise us. And you know what happens a lot of times is, wow, they've gotten so much better just from that experience of coming to Disney. So I really, really love that we're able to come to Disney and that we're able to, to utilize the parks in that way. I'm training the service dogs. Gypsy's actually been coming since she was uh, nine weeks old. We've been taking her to the parks. Roma, we started a week after we got her too. 
So, you know, I give them up and you could be like, well, wait a minute, I thought you said the dogs had to be really trained. Well, my dogs get a lot more training than most other dogs do. Um, but we keep it really light at first. We might come in, get something to eat, sit down and watch like what we're doing right now and leave. You know, we're not gonna, you know, come here, hit every ride. You know, that's why today we made sure that we went over, we did Japan and we came right back. And it still took a few hours to do that. Uh, Aaron asks, has Chance Focus been good with all the people? Yes. So he's a little cold right now. I didn't grab him a hoodie, which I meant to. So that's one of the reasons too why they're inside um, for Spaceship Earth. Uh, he's gonna be a little warmer in there. And uh, whenever we're done, we're gonna take off. So he's been really good with the Focus. And I actually, somehow we split. So me and Gypsy and Luke were walking down the left and Rich was walking down the right. And I'm like, how did you get over there? But seeing him and Chance walking together, and Chance was like right in step with him, was looking forward a little bit towards him. He wasn't looky-looing, which was nice. He wasn't pulling and, and sat lagging and, you know, being a weirdo. He was so good. So I was really, really, really happy um, that he did that good. But he's also, Chance is done. <laughs> like I said, it's a lot. We were over in Japan for at least an hour, uh, you know, in the store looking at stuff. Um, Yep. Hi, Carolyn. And then how do you handle potty with a nine-week-old puppy during public access? Kimberly, that is a fantastic question. So what we do is we start from the get-go with teaching them to potty on command. So we'll take them outside. We'll tell them, go potty, right? And we'll wait. And if they don't go potty within 30 seconds to a minute, we'll say, uh-uh, go potty. And they'll start going potty on command. Now, that doesn't mean that a nine-week-old puppy is going to know that after having them just for a week. So what we do is when we get to the park, we potty them. We get into the park, we hit the first potty stop. I know where all the potty spots are in all the parks, right? So we'll go and we'll hit the first potty spot. If they don't go, that's fine. Um, most of the stuff we do is outside. I have, I have had dogs have potty accidents while we're in the park. One of them was we, I was with a friend and it was her dog and we're walking up the castle um, at Magic Kingdom, you know, the big castle up the ramp there and the dog just poops. We cleaned it up. You know, I blocked so people didn't come up and step in it and she got it cleaned up. It happens. Um, the puppies haven't had potty accidents though because we are so on top of things now. Having said that, when we were in Japan, they have that big store there and Chance started getting, you know, Archie back like he was ready to poop. So I'm like, get him out of here. And so Luke had him. And so Luke turned around. We got out of, we got out of there really fast, got him over to an area and told him go potty and he went potty. Now there's no potty areas legit over there but I tell you what if we would have had to walk it was like three countries away easily was the next potty area so we just found a spot and told him and he went so that worked out really good um, but puppies I give them so much time for potty breaks that and, and most of the stuff we'll choose to do is outside like I'm not going to take them to go see you know Beauty and the Beast or the Frozen sing-along I'm going to you know we're just going to sit outside like this you know we're just going to sit outside Gypsy's right here there's all Gypsy. You know, we're just gonna sit outside and just watch the world go by uh, while we're doing it. You know, cause this is huge. So what I would do, you know, she was younger if I had treats, I'd work on, she focuses on me, she gets treats. She touches my hand, she gets treats. She responds to her name, she gets treats. She can go find it. She can come back, all with treats. Um, sit for treats, all of that. Uh, you know, we're, we're gonna make sure that she doesn't have potty accidents inside, especially with, um, you know, especially as puppies. I want them to have just the best setup ever. So her very first time we went to studios, 
We went in there, again, potty break, potty break, potty break, all over every time we could. Um, carried her quite a bit too, sat down on Main Street. She sat with us, we did some training on one of the benches there. Uh, carried her back, because I'm not gonna walk her, she's a nine week old puppy, right, she'll get stepped on. Um, we go back um, by the Muppets and we ate back there. She fell asleep under the table, so when she fell asleep underneath the table, she, um, she slept there for a little bit. When she got up, we pottied her and then we did some training and then we left you know, with more potty breaks in there. So, you know, it's it can be tiresome to do. And if you're coming down here for your first vacation, you're not gonna wanna spend half your time pottying your dog and the rest of it just doing nothing. But we can, we have that option because we have season passes. And this is what we do, is we bring the dogs down here. I'm fine doing it. Um, I know people who do longer times, maybe they'll bring strollers. I do not have a dog stroller. Um, we'll probably end up getting one at some point, but I don't have one. And <laughs> that's good for right now. Uh, so yay. Hi guys. Yeah, it happens for sure. Sometimes you have to make do with what's available for spotty spots, right? Yep. Um, do people ask to pet your service dog more? What I've been getting a lot, but Becky watching from uh, Seymour, Indiana. Hi, Becky. Um, what we've been getting a lot from people this trip is, oh, look at the doggy. And even Gypsy looks up. She's like, what doggy? What doggy? Where's the doggy? I want to see a doggy. Oh, Gypsy. Uh, we've been getting a lot of those. I don't think anybody's asked this trip. A lot of kids point out to their parents, look, look, a dog, a dog. Turn around, look, there's a dog. You know, it happens. Um, but yeah, so, so that's been nice. Um, and the potty, it's a potty party, but it makes sense. And the stroller's likely because even my grown, I can't see the rest of this. Even my grown service dog tires out, I'm sure is what you're going to say. But yeah, it's cutting me off. Gets tur. Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, and that's too where you have to decide what's going. So my Malinois can keep up with me for everything, right? We go back to the room at night after a full day at Disney and he's like, let's go more, let's do it again, right? Whereas Gypsy, as you can tell, she takes time to sleep as much as she can. So she likes to, to just rest whenever she can and then we'll get home and she'll wanna fly, which is nice. Um, would it help to teach your pup to potty on command? I may, I try to get her to go to the bathroom, but my pooch and that's all I can see there. Um, yeah, I, I train every dog to, um, everyone who comes in, we work on potty on command. We use the term go potty. I know other people use different things. I keep it simple. <laughs> you know what they say, right? Um, so I, I keep it as simple as I can. So I, I just use go potty. And if I say to, the, to Rich and Luke that I have to go potty, like the dog doesn't just decide to eliminate right there because contextual, you know? Um, but yeah, so, so we just, we, we keep it easy. So like I said, we're sitting here, you know, as you can see, it's getting darker. Everyone walks by. Some people, you know, park it close to us for a little bit. Some people just walk on by. Um, some little kids try to come over. Usually parents have been really good today about calling them back. Um, the kids have a very good recall, which is nice. But we, uh, you know, we get some pictures too anyway. Try to get some pictures, try to make it fun for them. Um, but we want to keep it short too. So we got here around three o'clock we got into the park and it's now 5.30. So we've been here for two and a half hours and that is plenty of time for the dogs. So this is where I feel bad whenever I go with people and this is their time to come to the park. So what we'll usually do if they're here for boot camp like, I remember when we had Willow here, she came down um, for boot camp, and so they came to the park, and then we brought Willow 
or they brought Willow and we met up at the park and then we took Willow home. Something happened, but that they got to spend the whole day here, but Willow wasn't here the whole day. She was just here for a few hours and that made it so much easier for Willow. She went back, she slept at the ranch. You know, um, we've done that with a couple dogs because it's just, it is so much, it is so overwhelming and this is what can burn a dog out. So if I said to Gypsy, instead of just lying right here, right, look at her. Um, instead of lying right here, no, we have to go on rides. We have to, have to, have to. You know, like not just Spaceship Earth, let's do that, let's do this, let's do this other. It, it, it is way too much for her and it is way too much for most dogs uh, and, and it doesn't work. But you know, whenever you're paying a hundred plus bucks a day and you wanna get your most out of it, it's, it's hard. So, you know, just send your dog to me for boot camp and I'll get him here a couple times for, for training at Disney because this is, I get paid to train dogs at Disney, guys. It's the best job ever. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that's, that's part of it. Um, I don't allow people to come up and pet them usually uh, because if you're going to allow one, everyone's going to want to do it. However, I do have an exception to that rule and the exception is the, um, the characters are allowed to pet her. So like when we go see Cinderella, if Cinderella wants to pet her, Cinderella can more than pet her, you know? Um, and you know, Cinderella's friends who are there, I'm, you know, I don't mind if they pet her. Now I'm not going to say yes to every employee at the store, you know? Um, and sometimes like if they would have asked, I would have said yes, but you know, sometimes you just got it now. And sometimes, you know, like, I know I'm not supposed to. My favorite was, I'll just give her air pets from across the room. And I'm like, yeah, how about we don't? That's weird. Um, Kimberly says, great points. We're blessed to be within driving distance of Disney, right? So we are 45 minutes to get, um, to get to Disney, an hour to get parked and everything. So I don't think that's bad. I'm really happy about that. Because, uh, you know, we live kind of out in the boonies. So I think we live in like the most perfectest location. Uh, because of it. We've looked at other locations, but it would be over an hour to get there. And I'm like, but it's closer, but we're just like perfect location for Disney. Um, it really is. So, uh, so yeah, so when we're here, we keep it easy. Um, I use name and explain for a lot of things. So when we're getting on the boat, if the dog's a little bit unsure, I'll tell them, you know, this is a boat. We're going to walk onto the boat. Good, 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 right? Um, if the fireworks are going to go off, oh, that was one of the questions we had, uh, was how do you deal with a fearful dog with fireworks? So what I do is the fireworks and stuff go on way down there. So we would maybe be by the ball or past the ball closest to the entrance and be out that way uh, whenever it starts to go off and make it super fun. Like, oh my gosh, did you hear that? That was the funniest thing ever. And the worst one for the fireworks, the easiest one is Magic is, uh, is Animal Kingdom because they don't do fireworks, they just have the light show. Um, Epcot's probably the second easiest one. And um, the studios isn't terrible bad. They have um, the Fantasmic, which is a Fantasmic, right? It's Fantasmic, it's Fantasmic. Um, but they also have the laser um, Star Wars thing. Um, but Magic Kingdom shoots off fireworks like all day long. Like you're just walking and then you hear like boom, boom, boom. And you're like, what the heck was that? Uh, you know, and Gypsy and Loki, last time we had them there, they were the last time we were at Magic Kingdom. And they just, they didn't care. They just walked right on through it like it was nothing. And I'm like, that's perfect. That's what I want to see. Uh, so I was really, really, really proud of that. Uh, I'm in a dorm room and today I was surrounded by people. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you want them to be able to handle stuff like that. Characters I found are the hardest. Oh, back to fireworks. Um, 
if, if they are a little bit unsure, um, we actually did Gypsy one day at studios just to work on the fireworks and the laser show with her. So I sat down like I'm doing right now. I'm sitting down, you can see, like just found a spot and sat down. And I had treats, I hadn't fed her dinner, so she was hungry. And we did a bunch of sit, touch, focus work, you know? And the whole light show was going on behind her. I could see it, she, she didn't even turn around. She didn't care, she just wanted to work. She just wanted her food. Um, she just wanted to sit and down and touch um, and, and focus on me and everything else. So that was great. Um, I always laugh it off, so if they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm just like, did you see that firework? That was a firework, Gypsy. Isn't that the funniest thing ever? And I'll laugh it off. Um, depending on your dog, you can have a toy and uh, and play with a toy uh, with them. You don't want to, like, take a ball and chuck it across, you know, the area. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys heard that. They just came back and they're like, oh, look, the dog. And they sat there and stared or stood there and stared at her for a little bit. And then, you know, she kind of moved to look at them. And they're like, oh, we didn't mean to disturb you, but, but you're working. <laughs> Keep going. I know she's pretty. Um... But, you know, she is. She's a gorgeous pup. So you want to work on that through everything. Dogs do go through fear stages. Whenever your dog does go through a fear stage, because it happens, guys. And it's not just the four-month-old fear stage. It, it goes on and off periodically until they're about a year and a half, I think, old. I don't have them all memorized on when it is. And it's different for the different breeds. You can't say, well, the dog's four months old. It's a fear period right? You just have to kind of go with it. But if your dog seems abnormally fearful or doesn't want to go outside or, you know, something he used to be okay with, he's like, mm. what you want to do is you want to use name and explain. So you want to say things like, you know, we're going to go outside. Look, there's a fire truck. Look, there's a mailbox. You know, uh, if he, if he looks anywhere, like if the dog's so terrified and he goes outside, you just click and treat him for like, I don't care what he does, click and treat him. If he is not going to eat, Okay, if he does not eat the food that you give him, food or treat, he is beyond threshold. If he will eat, he isn't that bad. Okay, so we have um, two new dogs in for boot camp. And, uh, you know, they look a little scared in the videos and the pictures. They're like, they're a little overwhelmed. They are, and I'm fully happy to admit it. You know, it is a little beyond their threshold. But I can't change that. Well, I can. I can put them separately in different bedrooms. But that's not fair to them. They have to get over it. Uh, so that's part of it too, is I might change up equipment. I might just go and sit outside with them and let them experience it. I might sit outside and play ball with them, you know, just do something fun. But I'm going to definitely use a heck of a lot of name and explaining to tell them exactly what's going on. So they know that there's nothing to be afraid of. I'm going to make them work for their food. I'm going to make sure I do a lot of play time and I'm going to do a lot of the training where it's going to help them. So I'm going to do a lot of training, you know, inside. I'm going to do a lot of training uh, there and then I'm going to move outside real quick and then come back inside. So then it's easier. And sometimes you don't realize they're in a fear period until they're out of it. And you're like, oh my gosh, I thought I was going to have to wash her up because she was nuts. And I'll tell you what happened the other day. We were at Walmart in Bushnell and they have a, one of those, you know, the blow up things that everyone's doing now. And it was a big gift with a dog that raised and lowered. And Gypsy sees that and she goes, oh. and, she, and I'm like, oh my gosh, seriously, Gypsy? I thought we were past this stuff. It happens. So, you know, I tried to tell her that's what it was. She had, was having nothing to do with it. All I had was a slip it. I didn't have e-car. I didn't have treats on me. So I couldn't correct her for doing it. I couldn't, you know, see if she wanted to eat anything. I could just get her out of there. So that means we now have to make a trip to Walmart with her to work on that exact thing. And we will. I'll tell her to knock it off, offer a consequence if she doesn't. 
use some food getter to focus on me before we head on in there. You know, so it, it runs the gamut of it. If it's, it's not just, you know, give her food when she sees it, it's if she, because she knows not to bark out in public. I don't care if it's something weird that's happening. She knows not to do that. Um, there are fire alarms that go off in my dorm, and I'm not sure how to go about that. So, Tiana, what I would do is... Um, YouTube is fantastic. So I would get video of fire alarms going off and show your dog that whenever this happens, a party's going to happen. So, you know, before dinner, before playtime, I would start it quietly and then work your way up louder noise-wise. Okay? So, yeah, so we do... Uh, you know, we, we do meet the characters. Now watch out at Disney because the furry characters, um, think Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, um, they are weirder to the dogs than the face characters. Think Cinderella, Snow White, even Kylo Ren, Gypsy loves him, well, loved him. She hasn't met him in a while since the spring. Um, but it's usually the easiest ones is, uh, is the face characters for them to do. They're princesses. Um, Little Mermaid's a little bit weird because of her fin, her tail and everything, um, but her, her flipper at the bottom. But, uh, but it, it works. And again, name and explain works, letting them see the character beforehand, you know, click and treat for them looking at the character, um, not forcing anything. I don't force them to get close to the character. Um, I will stand between them and the character. They can be on the far side. If they want to interact with the character, that's great. Again, in the spring, Gypsy was here and we saw a couple people and she loved them and we got the cutest pictures. We were here a couple weeks ago and she saw them again and she was terrified. Not terrified, but she just wanted nothing to do with them. Um... Kimmy says, Graham is still having minor episodes, like with the truck at group class. Um, should I just keep bringing, and that's all it says. It says Seymour, so I'm going to go back and respond to you guys afterwards whenever you have the long ones, if I don't hit everything. Um, what I do, yeah, is I would just bridge them. I would work on them, get them at a distance where it's not an issue, and work them there, and then come a little closer, move a little farther, come a little closer, move a little farther. So then they can see and realize that it's not an issue. And for trucks, you know, tell them, you know, like that's a truck. We had so many dogs who were afraid of buses and garbage trucks that would come to boot camp when we lived in Gainesville. In Gainesville, we lived in town. You know, we couldn't have that because we were on a bus route and there were buses all the time when we were walking. So we just, you know, we just worked them through it. Uh, here, we had a dog in who didn't like motorcycles. Motorcycles go by the house, not all the time, but enough. Um, Thumper was here over the summer. Thumper didn't like bicycles. So we got out a bicycle and we worked with him with that. So, you know, it's a matter of doing that slow integration with them. Um, keeping them below threshold as much as you can, but not always because that's not going to happen. Um, hi, Pam. I'm glad you joined us. Um, but, you know, working them. We'll do more on fearfulness because, I, like I said, I know it can happen. But the best thing to get them over fearfulness, guys, there's two things. Three things. Name and explain, right? Food and toys. If your dog's not eating food, he's beyond stressed. Um, if your dog doesn't care about toys, get him caring about toys. Um, don't keep them down all the time. Put them up, especially the interactive toys. Think balls, frisbees, kongs. Anything that the two of you can play with together, keep up. Get it down. Start the playtime. You know, like, are you ready? Let's play, 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 play. Okay, all done. And put it back up. If your dog has access to tennis balls 24-7, whoopee right? You don't want that to happen. You want your dog to not have access to tennis balls 24-7, so it's a special thing. Like, if I lived here at Disney, well, for me, it wouldn't matter. I'd still love it. But, um, but you don't want it to become commonplace for your dog where he's like, nah, I don't care about tennis balls. You want him to be like, oh my gosh, it's a tennis ball! 
And guess what? You can kind of make anything into a toy. So say you don't have a toy, but you kind of need one, but you have your treat pouch and it has a, a good clothes on it. Use that as a toy. It works, you know? Um, you know, I get people who want to use their dog's leashes as tugs and I'm like, don't know about that one. You know, I mean, to each his own, but you know, it's an option for you. I'd rather use a treat pouch um, or have a small toy. Um, you remember whenever Beanie Babies were out, McDonald's had these little tiny Beanie Babies? Oh my gosh, they made really good cat toys and puppy toys <laughs> until the dogs and cats killed them. But they did love them until then. Um, oh, look who's coming. Hi. Hi, guys. So Luke brought his new kimono. What's it called? Uh, like a Hakamoto or Hakamoto, okay. Yeah, Raven loves water bottles. Exactly. There's Chance. Chance is getting better and better. This has been a pretty... How was he on the ride? Because that's a hard ride for dogs. Um, uh, on the moving sidewalk, they stopped it for him, and still he was like, holy crap, this is a moving sidewalk. This was just moving. What am I going to do? And he, and he walked real funny on it, but then when he took the ride, you know, he was a little panty, but he calmed down, and then when he um, when we came off and he stopped on it again, he was okay, so... Good. So, but he did okay with Rome burning and with the whole going backwards and coming down. Oh, he got. He's okay with that. He's panting a bunch, you know. But, um, uh, but he's getting better. Okay. Again, stress, guys. It's a, doesn't it's a matter of hurt experiencing learning. it. You know. You know, stress happens. It's a matter of how you deal with it. Yeah. Gypsy, you want to say hi too? Yeah. Gypsy was lying down. And it's interesting because you know there's a whole bunch of voices going on them describing the world to everybody. Yeah. See. What you think, Chance? And I had brought his head halter and Rich left it out in the Jeep. So we were going to flip him over to it to see, but we couldn't. So yeah, he did good on the ride. Good. My dog goes mad for bubbles, so I use him on firework night. That's perfect, Jackie. He did good. With a little practice, he'll do even better. Um, and then Kitty says Graham is doing better with fluffy toys and tug. Good. Uh, and then Susan says Sam has difficulty with motorcycles, not routine sightings. Um, suggestions. I would tell them what it is whenever you see it. Tell them like that's a nope. Tell them that's a motorcycle. And uh, you know, if you have a friend one, or you know, I know where you live. If you can put a shout out and see if anybody has one and can help you train, that would be awesome. Um, I think so. Anyway, uh, car. Sorry, I'm like, hey, no problem. As long as you're here, right? Gypsy says, as long as you'll heal. I got some live guests. We do. Oh, okay. Yeah. People. So weird. Um, Aaron, yay, right? And here he. No, Did so... you show people the big purple and pink ball? Well, okay, now it's turned purple and pink, guys. You see that? They light it up at night. So there's Chance's butt. Chance, we don't want to see your butt, buddy. Chance, this way. Over Put it here. on the show. There we go. So if I'm not actively doing something with them, I don't mind if if he looks around. You know, like. He doesn't have to stare at my face 24-7. Here's Gypsy. She's just checking out the world and shivering a little bit. So I think she maybe wants some cuddles. Um, but, you know, she doesn't have to stare at my face 24-7. She's allowed to look at things. But if I call her name, I want her to focus on me. I want her to pay attention to me. She has to, right? Um, By the way, I'm wearing a jacket. If I'm wearing a jacket, it must actually be cold. Mary no. says, ask the Harley dealer if you can come in for some training near the motorcycles. Oh, Mary, that's a good idea. And, um, Sue, if you do that, let me know because I will go with you. It'll be fun. It'll be a training outing. Pam, I love Gypsy, right? She's so fun. So she's lying down now beside me. But, uh, but yeah, so you just you want to keep it short and sweet. Uh, the lines, usually if they have a wheelchair line, that's the one you want to go in. And it prevents, you know, the kids from poking at your dog the whole time. Um... 
you know, you're going to have people who try to sneak pets, you're going to have to tell them no. So that is the big thing that you need to practice is telling people, no, you cannot pet my dog. Um, and it's hard, you know, because you don't want to be mean. And like, go pet Mickey instead. Uh, like I said, sometimes I will. When we had Roma out at studios once, there was a couple kids. And since we don't have little tiny kids, I was like, hey, you guys want to help me train Gypsy? And the one says yes, and the other one said no. So I said, all I, or train Roma. I said, all I need you to do is pet her. And they're like, oh, well, I can do that. So they were good doing that. So I thought that was really nice. No, Gyps. There was, she just saw there was a straight piece of popcorn a few feet away. And she was like, hmm, maybe I can have a straight piece of popcorn. But she can't, so now she is lying back down. There she is. That's her sad face because she couldn't eat the popcorn over there. Um, so, uh, Disney. Disney is great. I'm losing light here, so it's going to be a grainier video. And uh, the dogs are cold, so we're going to have to sign off soon and head on out. Um, let me know what questions you guys have um, real quick before we sign off. Do you ever have negative interactions with the staff? Yes, actually. So we were at um, Studios um, at One Man's Dream, uh, which they have, like you can walk through and see history stuff from, from Disney, which is really cool. And then there's a movie and it's either The Life of Disney or they'll do like a 10 minute movie from like one of the movies coming out, like a 10 minute trailer. There you go, thank you, look, from one of the movies coming out. So whenever we go the back row has like the full row and then it has like three two or three extra areas with extra seats right and uh that's where wheelchairs go wheelchairs and service talk no she, she was lying down and she was sneaking over to get the uh, popcorn so she got a no and she got a stim um now she's back but, uh, but so we walk in there, we had a couple service dogs with us and a couple people with us, uh, well, total, you know, a couple people, couple service dogs, and we go into the back row and the announcer starts because there's someone who says, you know, come in and move all the way over to your right or to the right. And she's like, save the back row for a wheelchair. And, you know, like I said, they're not wheelchairs, but for the extra room, that's where they always put us. Like I've been on that place numerous times and she's, she starts yelling it. She's like, I said to move it. You guys don't have wheelchairs. And I'm like, excuse me, we have service dogs. And she goes, oh, well, I didn't see them. Like, I don't care if you didn't see them or not. Even if we didn't have service dogs, there was two of us back here. It's not like there was a ton of wheelchairs. There was plenty of room for everybody. You don't have to be a jerk about it. So we complained. Um, otherwise, the staff is usually fantastic. Um, we've had people give us, um, staff members, uh, make magic moments for us. So we've gotten ears for the dogs. We've gotten smush pennies. Um, my favorite is whenever they get us to go see the characters and we don't have to wait. That's my favorite. Or they let us skip line. <laughs> um, Ollie picked up a chicken bone and I told him to drop it and he did so. So proud of him. Good job. And Mary says, thanks for doing this on location, especially on a cold night in Florida, right? It is chilly, but it works. And uh, that's we get to go home and work dogs a little bit more and probably turn the heat on in the house because it's chilly. Um, but yeah, we um, I love coming to Disney and I love being able to share it with you guys. What you doing, honey? She's trying to curl up on my lap. I think she wants more warmth. She said she's so cold and she is just a little gypsy. Where are you? Gypsy, say hi. Here. That's her I'm cold face. It's colder here, I bet, Michelle. Yeah, cold night in Florida beats a cold night anywhere else. 
Okay, so we, like I said, we are going to sign off. I'm sorry it's a short one tonight. Um, you know, if you have other questions on doing Disney with service dogs, let me know. I did a podcast on it uh, a long time ago. I'm always happy to talk about doing Disney with the service dogs. They do not need a ticket. Um, we can use the tram for parking. We have done it before, but because I have a parking um, disability permit, I just park there. So we don't have to worry about trams or anything else. Uh, I'm a Wisconsin. We used to live up in Wisconsin. I lived up there for since I was 13 to like 24. I lived in uh, Wisconsin. I'm not going back. <laughs> I've actually only been up there to visit one time and that was when Luke was like six months old. I haven't been back since then. Um, cold night in Florida feels worse than Colorado sometimes, right? Um, and we're not used to it here, you know? Again, Wisconsin, for the first number of years down here, I wore shorts, like this is nothing. Now I'm like in hoodies and I've got some capri pants, but I still don't own jeans. Don't blame you, right? But, um, but okay, so um, next week, we'll see what topics, if you guys have any suggestions, any questions, just let me know. Um, like I said, we talked a little bit about fear. I'd like to do more about fear, maybe do a whole fear episode. And I wanna do a vet episode coming up. So I'm um, seeing one of my friends might come down and visit, and so she's a vet, so we might have to do a very special webinar episode. Elaine says she'll be in Disney World in three weeks, December 16th to the 21st. That's awesome. It is so fun to come around Christmas time. Um, thanks for sharing, Cara. You're welcome. And safe trip back, Susan. Thank you, Susan. Yeah, yeah, I get to drive it. It'll be fun. Michelle, see you later. Bye. So here's the pups giving kisses. Chance play bow. So we let them be dogs too sometimes and just be a little bit silly. And he wants to play, but it's work time. So I'll talk to you guys later.